Growing Up, our brand new resource for churches and parents is out now. Woohoo! With Sunday school sessions, training videos, podcast episodes for parents and one for the whole family. All there to help our children navigate the confusion, filter the messages they're surrounded by and hear God's good story. All our Growing Up resources point to the Heavenly Father who loves our children even more than we do and has the answer to their biggest questions about who they are and how to live. Together, as families and churches, we can support each other to start good conversations about bodies, gender and marriage so our children can grow up hearing God's good story. Head over to the website faithinkids.org and find out all the details about growing up. Hello, this is Jam and Ed. This is the Faith in Kids Summer Podcast. We're up to a whopping episode four. I hope you've enjoyed the ride so far. We're thrilled to be back. How are you doing, Jam? We certainly are. I'm really well, thank you. All good. Excited to be talking about one of my favourite things, but what's it going to be? We should ask Josh. Let's listen. So... I eat it with jam and butter or cucumber and ham. Oh, so it's white from the inside and it's light brown from the outside. And it's a square. And you can eat it with butter and crisps inside so you can make a crisp sandwich. It's crusty. You can feed it to the pigeons. What flappity flap flap. What they flap, flap, flap. Okay, Ed, he's your boy. What's he talking about? (laughs) He was talking about bread, which is what we have been looking at all week in the summer series we've been doing. Monday was me walking through Exodus 16, the story of manna. Jam, you love the story, don't you? I do love the story of manna, but I particularly love the story of the quails, which comes along. So they they get bread, which is brilliant. And then they want meat. And you can understand that. And uh, God says uh, that he's going to provide meat. But I love it. Number 17, if you look it up, you could look at it, look at that later in the week. It says in the Bible, Moses said, here I am with 600,000 foot soldiers. And yet you say, I will give them meat to eat for a whole month. And basically Moses says, I don't think, God, you're going to provide us with enough meat. Verse 31. The Lord sent a wind from the sea that brought quails and dropped them all around the camp. There were quails on the ground, about three feet deep, as far as you could walk a day in any direction. <laughs> it's like, wow, I really want meat. Thump. I think that will be enough. 600,000 people. Yeah. I'm guessing that is a city something like Liverpool. So the idea that Moses says, Lord, I simply do not believe you can roast enough meat 
for the whole of Liverpool. But you can provide us going from no meat to enough meat. <laughs> it's just like he, they went from no meat to too much meat. Meat as far as the eye could see. Three feet deep. They were wading through roast meat that day. And that's a bit like saying to your, to, you know, to mum or dad at breakfast, I'm really hungry, I want some cornflakes, but I bet you're not going to give me enough. And then basically being covered in cornflakes <laughs> up to your neck, you know what I mean? The whole room is suddenly cornflakes. Can you imagine that? That's the kind of image that it's being put there. Oh. I think it's meant to be funny. I think, I think it's funny. But you are, Moses is also, he is teaching us, you have no idea how generous God is. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you cannot believe how good he will be to you. That yeah. is still the same God we worship, Jam. And yeah. then on Tuesday, Amy DIY'd us in the story of the feeding of the 5,000. Never has there been such a good picnic. Yeah, and they went from hungry to I could not eat another thing. Uh, <laughs> Take in the one. food away. Yeah, there was there were leftovers. Twelve baskets of leftovers. I've got some bread facts for you oh. in the fun facts fight off. Please, Jam, fact fight us. I've got some engineering in action, Ed, because I know that you like engineering. But the stat that I found on one website, an American website, it takes nine seconds for a combine harvester to harvest enough wheat to make about 70 loaves of bread. Nine seconds. There we go. And they've got 70 loaves of bread right there. Combine harvesters are every child's joy. Never has a machine been invented that makes children stand with eyes wide and mouths open as so many things were around. And grown-ups, let's be honest. I I love it. I love a good combine harvester. But here's my favourite fun fact, Ed. Go. You know when bread is very old and stale? Yes. And you wonder how long it's been there for? Yes. Can you imagine finding a loaf of bread that's nearly 2,000 years old? Honestly, no. No. No, of course you can't. But in 1930, they found one in Pompeii. They, they knew the name of the bakery, Modestus's Bakery. Uh, Pompeii exploded and vol- with a volcano. And so the, bre- so the bread went into the oven and stayed there. So suffice to say the bread was burned. But then it was probably burned again by the tons and tons of ash or lava that was piled on top of it. So that's that's not a great loaf of bread, but it survived. And and if we Google that jam after the show, will we see yeah. a picture of it? Yes, it will, I'll put a link in the show notes. <laughs> now, I love those facts. Because the Bible has a lot of bread in it. And that's been the story of our week, walking through the Bible, searching for bread. And we keep on seeing God's generosity to us in the way he gives us bread. Are you going to challenge me, Jam? Yes. So the challenge is this. And we're gonna, and if you want to see the results of this, listeners, you are going to also have to watch the video, uh, which will be on the Faith in Kids YouTube channel and the uh, Faith in Kids Facebook page. We are going to do the bread butter side up challenge. And what that means is we're testing the theory that the reason that bread and toast lands butter side down is essentially because of the height of the table. Hmm. And if tables were twice as high, it would always land butter side up. Okay. Because in order to do a complete revolution in the air, it needs to be eight feet off the ground and not four feet. So I think we're going to test that to destruction, Ed 
on I, these videos, aren't I'm we? very excited. Hello. This week, our theme is bread, and I am trying to do the ultimate bread experiment. I have a piece of toast here. Jam on one side, nothing on the other. We're going to find out how often it lands jam side up, jam side down. To start with, we're going to try a table. Are you ready? Off the table and go. This is Dad on the roof, 10 metres up. Launch it, Dad! To see the results, go to the Faith in Kids Facebook page or YouTube page and find out what really happened. And Ed really does go onto the roof of his house. So at Faith in Kids, we're all about read, pray, sing, reading God's word, praying about it and then singing. Anna's going to read Luke chapter 22, verses 14 to 19. Take it away, Anna. Luke 22, 14 to 19. When the time came, Jesus and the apostles were sitting at the table. He said to them, I wanted very much to eat this Passover meal with you before I die. I will never eat another Passover meal until it is given its true meaning in the kingdom of God. Then Jesus took a cup. He gave thanks to God for it and said, Take this cup and give it to everyone here. I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until God's kingdom comes. Then Jesus took some bread. He thanked God for it, broke it, and gave it to the apostles. Then Jesus said, This bread is my body that I am giving for you. Do this to remember me. Have you got a teddy bear? It's a little like a bear, isn't it? But not a lot like a bear. You know, bears are frightening. Teddy bears aren't. Do you have a superhero costume? Because when you put it on, you're a bit like a superhero, but no special powers. Or do you have a toy sword? It's, it's a bit like a sword, but it's not sharp or dangerous or made of metal. It can't cut anything. It's not much good in war, but it is a toy sword. In today's story, did you hear Jesus say, this bread is my body? Well, it's, it's a bit like his body. Bread is squishy. Jesus's body must have been a bit squishy. And if you squeeze bread really hard, it, well, I guess you could squeeze Jesus really hard. No, it's like a toy sword. It helps you understand the real thing. It's not really the real thing. Bread isn't really Jesus's body, but it helps you understand what's going to happen to Jesus's body. The bread helps us understand that Jesus's body would be broken and given for you. Jesus said, this bread is my body that I am giving for you. Jesus's body was broken. He broke it first and then he gave it to his disciples. And he said, this is my body. This is what's going to happen to my body. That's what he did for us. His body was broken and then his body was given for us. He gave us his broken body 
so that our bodies can have life forever. You see, that being broken is what we deserved. But it was his body that was broken. His forever life that he deserved, that was given to us. And he says, do this to remember me. We still do this to remember him in our church families. Maybe not so much in lockdown, but you could just pretend to do it in your families today. With some bread, break it, give it to each other and say, Jesus gave you his body. Remember that. Jesus has made you valuable by giving you his body. You weren't valuable before, but because you have been given Jesus's body, he has made you priceless. Do you see that? His perfect life was given for you, so you must be priceless to Jesus. So please don't say, I'm rubbish, I'm no good, I always get it wrong, everyone hates me. Don't say that. It's not true. Say, Jesus loves me. Jesus has saved me. Because of Jesus, I am special. Jesus's body was broken for you. He gave his body for you. So we'll have them again at the end of the episode, but for now, let's listen to Ed's Got Questions. Threes to fours, what food does Jesus use to explain his death to his friends? What food does Jesus use in today's story? Fives to sevens, what does Jesus say the bread is like? What happened to the bread? And eights to elevens, what would you say to Jesus or ask him if he was with you in the room right now? Just after you have learnt what he said about the bread and his body, what would you say to Jesus right now if you had that chance? You obviously can. That's what we call prayer. And over elevens, what would it take for you to give your life for someone else? How would you make that decision? Because it helps you to think about that so you understand what Jesus did. Have a chat. You could either do that now, you can hit pause, or we'll put those questions again at the end. So read, pray, sing. We're going to pray. Ed, do you want to pray? Yes. Dear Father, we are so thankful that Jesus did what he didn't need to do. He chose to have his body broken for us. Father, that has made us precious and valuable. That has brought us into your family. Father, thank you. Amen. So we've read, we've prayed. We're going to sing in a moment. Before that, let's just look ahead to the rest of the week. So if you uh, look on the Faith in Kids uh, Facebook page or website or YouTube channel or whatever, you will find other things going on. Uh, there's going to be um, uh, a blog uh, from our friend Nate, uh, which is going to be... What's that going to be about, Ed? He's thinking about daily bread. What does it take for God to feed us with the Bible each day? How can we start doing it? How can we make it possible to do it a bit every day? Nate's going to help us with that. Nate is really good at helping families make things possible. 
And then on Friday, look out for something from, from Rachel, Ready Steady Bake, which will give you some ideas about what you can do. We've read about Jesus in the upper room with his disciples explaining that he's going to die. We've prayed and we thank God for that amazing sacrifice that Jesus made. And now we're going to sing. There's a fantastic song here by Awesome Cutlery called Jesus When You Died with a wonderful chorus that goes, thank you, Jesus, thank you that you died for us. We will always thank you. If you go to the show notes, you can click a link and you'll find this on YouTube with the words and you can sing along like a karaoke. It's a fantastic one to sing along to. Anyway, here we go with Awesome Cutlery and join in. Jesus, when you died, it looked like a failure. All your friends had gone. They thought it was over. Jesus, when you died, you did not deserve it. This was all God's plan. Um, thanks very much for listening. That's plenty of bread to be going on with. Hope you've enjoyed it. Thanks, Ed. Goodbye. Threes to fours. What food does Jesus use to explain his death to his friends? What food does Jesus use in today's story? Fives to sevens. What does Jesus say the bread is like? What happened to the bread? And eights to elevens. What would you say to Jesus or ask him if he was with you in the room right now? Just after you have learnt what he said about the bread and his body, what would you say to Jesus right now if you had that chance? You obviously can. That's what we call prayer. And over elevens, What would it take for you to give your life for someone else? How would you make that decision? Because it helps you to think about that so you understand what Jesus did. Have a chat. I love bread.
you can feed it to the pigeons. What flappity flap flap.